Hey, top of the day to you, Wednesday, May 18th, 2020. My name is Mike. I'm your host. This is the FBTV podcast. We do them a couple of times a week. We do them Wednesday and Saturday. Saturday's pretty special. We uh, normally or often uh, we will uh, live stream Saturdays FBTV podcast. You can watch it on YouTube. Obviously, be able to listen to it on your favorite podcasting app, whatever that may be. You can find us on your favorite podcasting app by uh, doing a search. Freight Broker TV will usually get you there. But uh, Q&A, we do Q&As on Saturday. Now, this past Saturday, and I've told you in the past, it's occasionally going to be this way. It was a pre-recorded, but it was still available on YouTube. And if you uh, didn't see it, well, no, it wasn't available on YouTube. It was available on our website or was it on YouTube as well? YouTube as well. Okay, that's what they're telling me uh, for Saturday. But if you missed it and you want to watch it, you can uh, go to our website at Freight Broker TV. Just uh, click on the live stream and that will play back. Matter of fact, you, that's the only place you're going to be able to see it. It's not listed on our YouTube channel. But it's the video of Saturday's podcast. And if you've got a podcasting app, obviously you've already seen it or heard it anyway. Uh, we were at the lake, or supposed to be. This is a story I'd rather not talk about. Our brand new Tautoa FBTV RV we took to the uh, river. And uh, didn't work out quite as planned. We had to come back Friday night and a uh, big storm here Friday. Matter of fact, a lot of hell, uh, hell storm uh, Friday night as well. Woke us up about 2 o'clock in the morning, but not in our neighborhood. We went through this, I don't know, a month ago, a month and a half ago, where we had the big softball size hill and uh, got our new roof put on, metal roof this time. Looks pretty good, but uh, the hail the damage was awful, awful. But anyway, nothing here, but we came back, so hopefully we'll get to uh, actually get out and use the... Uh, RV in the future. The, the problem was uh, we had reserved a space looking at a picture that was available on recreation.gov. And if you have an RV and you use recreation.gov, you know what I'm talking about. The picture doesn't show you anything. It shows you the space. Hey, that looks nice. And when we got there, there's just no getting the trailer, the RV in it. You, just no getting it backed up into that space. So we decided, you know, err on the side of caution, come home. Try again another day, so that's fun. Anyway, Saturdays, talking about Saturday's Q&A day. Yeah, if you got questions, we're happy to answer them for you on uh, Saturday morning. Just uh, get them to us. Email them to me, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. There's plenty of forms on our website. Visit our website, freightbrokertv.com. You can type in the form there and submit. We'll get it. Uh, Skype, you can even use Skype. Uh, if you got a Skype app, you, you can call us using Skype. Leave a message. And if you do, keep in mind, we you may hear yourself on one of these future podcasts. And you may uh, also text us a question. Just do a search on your Skype app 
for FBTV, you'll find us. That's our logo. Our logo, like you see, right. I can never do this right. I wish I don't know how weathermen do it. Right there, you'll see that little logo. You know that's us. All right, very good. Hey, it's uh, Wednesday, middle of the week, hump day. Everything's downhill from here. You know, if you got a, a nine to five, Monday through Friday job, yeah, today's the middle of the week, the work week. But uh, if you are an entrepreneur, as in a driver, uh, even drivers, you know, if you're a, dr- a company driver, uh, you're you're pretty much an entrepreneur anyway. You're you're your own boss. You're just have an employer. But owner-operator, leased on a trucking company, if you're an owner-operator driving your own truck, if you're a freight broker agent, if you're a freight broker, we all know that uh, if you have your own business, you're responsible for making your own money. There is no middle of the week. <laughs> because uh, I, I guess there is a middle of the week, but uh, we don't, you know, we get halfway through it, but we still got the other half to work through. But anyway... It's uh, May 18th. Today is Cherry Cobbler Day. Don't that sound just wonderful? I like Cherry Cobbler. Cherry Cobbler and the uh, berries, any any type of berry cobbler. Blackberry, blueberry cobbler, love those. Cherry Cobbler. And, yeah, I like the old standby peach cobbler and uh, uh, apple cobbler and things like that. But cherry, that's up there top of my list. And I, I, I used to... I used to uh, eat a lot of cobbler until uh, the metabolism changed. <laughs> now now I, I, I hardly ever eat cobbler. A lot of things I don't eat. Dinosaur Day. And it's also Walnut Day. So, anyway, good days for uh, cherry cobbler, dinosaur, and walnut days if you're into any of that stuff. We've got a topic today, and I've been seeing this pop up in some of the forums and uh, here and there across the Internet. I even had a, a client ask about it. We're, we're going to be talking about a broker's do-not-load list today. That's going to be the topic. We'll get to that and talk more about that after a while. Uh, diesel. Hey, diesel is down. Are you ready for this? A whole penny. <laughs> Yeah, that E85 is really doing the trick. Well, that's on gasoline. It's not doing the trick at all on gas. Gasoline's up 16 cents a gallon. 4.49 a gallon diesel average 5.61 a gallon. It just boggles the mind. Boggles the mind that uh, the government's just sitting back. Huh? Yeah. So what? We want electric. We want green. And we're going to make you have green whether you can afford it or not. It is what it is. You know, you you know, you just got to sit back, smile a little bit because you can't fix stupid. And right now, this is what we're going through, stupid. I mean, you go to, uh, uh, you know, uh, parents can't find formula at the grocery store there's a shortage why eh? fuel prices are up F- cost of food is up cost of living is up inflation's highest that it has been in what 30 40 years something like that it's just uh, totally ridiculous but anyway it is what it is spot rates and we'll get through it we'll get on the other side of it 
and it just it just you know we just got to get through it and make the most of it spot rates from last week vans are uh, down van rates are down 0.6% flatbeds up almost 1% at 0.8% and refrigerated rates are down 0.2% pretty much as expected this time of year Expect more flat. Expect the flatbed to start going up as we get deeper into the uh, spring and the summer months. Spot rates uh, from last month, in comparison, uh, van rates are down nine cents a mile, down to two seventy from last month. This is made April, obviously. Uh, flatbed rates are up three cents a mile, up to three forty four a mile. And refrigerated is at uh, 304 a mile. Saying up, but I'm thinking that should be down. But anyway. Okay, today's impossible question. The average couple spends three and a half years together doing this before marriage. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Uh, keep your minds out of the gutter. All right, let's uh, talk about what's going on in the... Uh, country when it comes to trucking house democratic leaders plan to schedule consideration of legislation designed to spotlight alleged price gouging on behalf of oil and gas firms you know i i in the past i have been the first one to point my finger at oil companies not this time not this time and you know the house democrats you know they they this this is trying to point the finger at something else besides the real cause mm-hmm. uh, they, they, they call it deflection it's somebody else's fault it's not ours it's somebody else's no it's it's the government's everybody knows it everybody knows whenever you're at the pump well there's stickers on the pump Joe Biden point his finger I did this <laughs> it, it's just uh, it's ridiculous and you know, we, we've got to be at that age or, you know, at that period of time to where these politicians have got to wake up and figure out we're not buying their manure anymore. You, you know, we're not buying it. We know. We can see right through it. What may have worked 20 years ago, well, you know, it's this, this, this and we go, mm-hmm, yeah, okay. That's what the government said. Not anymore. We know. We know. Anyway, they say this measure is in response to fuel prices, which recently have reached record le- recent record levels of, uh, for consumers and industries. Debate on the bill will occur as millions of motorists prepare for road trips during uh-huh, Memorial Day. And we all know what happens around holidays, especially in the summer. When people travel, fuel prices go up. Isn't that just a coincidence? Now, that's the oil company more times than not. You know, they know they're going to be more people on the road they can kind of get a windfall then after the holiday comes back down but um, they're already up this year anyway the uh, legislation would expand the authority of the federal trade commission to allow the agency to determine if energy companies are engaging in price gouging basically I don't think I, and I'm sure the oil companies are all sitting back going come on 
seriously, you're going to try to blame this on us? <laughs> you know, you can you can look at the uh, charts, and you can see exactly when fuel prices started going up, and that was November of 2019, right after the election. Everybody knew. You know, we had a video up uh, a while back. Joe, he told everybody what he was going to do. He did not care how high prices went with fuel. He didn't care. He told us, and uh, he got voted in anyway. But anyway, it is what it is. So, Nancy, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, told ABC News on May 15th, we need to have a bright light of transparency on how companies are making big profits at the expense, and this is in the energy sector, at the expense of the consumer. Oh, um, <laughs> it's it's comical anymore, you know. Anybody, it's everybody. I mean, anybody can see through this. I mean, it's just do that. Get the smoke out of the way, and you'll you'll see the truth. Mayor Pete's back in the news. FMCSA administration has amended its current pandemic emergency declaration extension to include additional fuel products. We'll get to Mayor Pete in a minute. Uh, last Friday, the FMCSA issued an amendment to expand the types of fuel products that are currently exempt under a federal hours of service waiver. Uh, under the new amendment, drivers hauling propane, natural gas, or heating oil are now covered under the scope of the waiver. Previously, the only fuel products that qualified were gasoline, diesel, jet fuel, and ethyl alcohol. We used to call it ethyl. Ethyl. Remember back back in the day, you pull in a service station? Uh, my daddy had a, a skelly station. Great. Matter of fact, on my jersey, don't know if you can see it. Little Arnie. See, well, we're over here. Little Arnie. My dad's name is Arnie. And when I was a kid growing up, they called me Little Arnie. <laughs> but anyway, at a service station. And uh, you had regular, you had premium. What do we call it? Keatane? Was it Keatane? I don't remember. I think it was Keatane. Uh, but even before that, before they started calling it Keatane, it was Keatane. i got to look now. i got to pull this up and see. Hold on a minute. Maybe it wasn't. Hold on. I'm... Yeah, okay, Skelly. Skelly had it. Keatane, I was right. Anyway, it was Ethel before that. You know, if you, you, you watch uh, old movies, you'll see regular and ethyl. You know, fill it up with ethyl. That was a premium gasoline. And it still is. You know, they just call it uh, 90 plus octane now. And it's really expensive. And I've got a truck that burns. They want me to put 93 octane in it, but I can't find it around here, so it gets 91. But anyway. Now, what, what kills me about this is that... Uh, Propane, natural gas, heating oil. Shouldn't that have been in, included in the waiver over the winter months? Because that sounds like things people use for heating. They got this all messed up. Anyway, it is what it is. It's valid through uh, May 31st, so you get a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about the... Uh, about... Uh, the formula shortage, P 
parents can't find formula. Pete's, uh, Mayor Pete made the news again. The U.S. Uh, this time it's not too bad. You can't really blame him for this. I, I, they're trying to turn this into a transportation issue too. And I'm going to let you do your own homework. But if you do the homework about why there is a shortage, you're going to kind of be scratching your head, I think, going, why did the FDA do this? Why is it taking them so long? And I, I just, uh, I just uh, yesterday, maybe day before, the FDA finally told that one company that uh, did the recall that, hey, you're good to go now. They came to an agreement. And I bet that agreement was, you know, money, 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 money. Anyway, USDOT uh, is allowed to waive hours of service rules for drivers delivering baby formula. But you don't see that up there in the previous story about the uh, waiver to include more fuel products, but nothing in there about delivery of uh, formula. The possibility possibility of waiving HOS was announced uh, a couple of days ago. In response to the current baby formula shortage in the U.S., no official move to waive the HOS has been made yet. According to Mayor Pete, this is principally an issue of production, and I've got to agree with him there, and the FDA caused it for the most part. Because if you go back and do the research, the plant that they tracked this uh, issue back to, it wasn't in the production. It was outside the plant. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I'm not an expert on this, but, you know, I agree. One child lost is one too many. Okay, bottom line. So something had to be done. I get that. But why does it take so long? Anyway, he says it's uh, more of an issue of production more than a goods movement. But anytime we see an indication that goods uh, movement is becoming a limiting factor, we'll do anything we can to tear down obstacles. And and you got to respect him here. I believe uh, Mayor and his partner, they adopted not too long ago, so <clears throat> they understand this. All right, this is kind of wild. U.S. Express has announced a round of layoffs at a tough first quarter. A statement came out about a week ago. The carrier announced it was laying off 70 members of their corporate and information technology staff. I've read this, and I hate to see anybody lose their jobs. But if you're a driver, you know, it's always been the uh, debate between drivers and company personnel. Who's more important, the driver or the one behind the desk? And it, according uh, from... From this report, it looks like the driver's more important because no drivers are getting laid off. <laughs> I hate to see anybody get laid off. But uh, during a conference call on May 5th, the uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee-based U.S. Express uh, reported a first-quarter loss of more than $8.9 million. And you know a lot of that's due to fuel, you know? Anyway, Brad... Carmony, Vice President of Communications with U.S., says in recent months our truck count and revenue have not grown at the same rate as our head count. Unfortunately, this means that we made a decision to let some team members go this week. Many of these uh, reductions in staff are within our technology team. And the remainder were company-wide company -wide, across operations and back-off support. 
He says no driver, service center, or maintenance rows were impacted. It goes on to say the recent job cuts are the biggest at U.S. Express since the company laid off about 100 employees five years ago. So, this layoff, 70, five years ago. What happened five years ago? Don't know. All right, today's topic. Let's talk about today's topic. A broker's do not load list. What exactly is it? When should a broker implement it? What does it mean? The whole nine yards. Some, so you, may, you may hear this, do not load list. Some people call it a blacklist. You've been blackballed or blacklist. Basically, a do not load list is exactly what the name implies. That... Be it carrier or shipper, the brokers made a decision not to move loads with that carrier or that shipper again for the foreseeable future. Could have been anything. Maybe the uh, driver didn't, or the trucking company, the driver, whatever, didn't perform duties as expected. Maybe they were late. Maybe the goods were damaged. Maybe they were just a pain in the rear. <laughs> you know, I, I've been I've been one of those drivers. I get it. I understand how a driver can be. A, usually, just because a driver has a bad attitude or whatever, you know, for that one load, a lot of brokers aren't going to say anything about it. They understand more times than not. Hey, you know, the the driver, he's human. He's been out there. He's ready to get out. He's ready to get out the truck for a few days. He just uh, aggravated. There's been more times than one. That I had to call my dispatcher back the next day and say, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, you know, I just uh, been out here too long. A lot of times, you know, you know, maybe the driver, they were expecting that load they were getting, the next load they were getting was going to take them home. But as it turned out, instead of taking them home, the dispatcher, hey, man, I need you to do me a favor. Take this one load. You know, I got to get it over here. Then we'll get you home. It's just that kind of thing. But usually that's not going to get a truck on a do not load list could be because of a freight claim due to uh, more times than not driver you know the result of the driver doing or not doing something that was critical to that load could be they got a uh, you know they, they got a history of being late all the time you know could be because that trucking company filed a claim on that broker's bond for something silly. You know, I, knew, I know of a broker one time that filed a claim on a broker's bond for a truck order not used fee. There, it got denied immediately. You know, it, it, it could be a number of things. The uh, the main thing is though. A truck or a ship. Now, well, we've been talking about carriers here, but why would a customer be put on a new do not load list? More times than not, that's because they, they're they slow pay, uh, they don't pay, their product is, is so, so fragile, or they don't, uh, you know, they don't package it right, that anytime you haul it, well, I uh, had a client years ago, they uh, shipped soda pop, and they never, ever, ever hardly uh, 
shipped it correctly. You know, it it they they put a couple of things of shrink wrap on it. That's not going to hold a case uh, a pallet a, a pallet of uh, soda pop six packs. You know what I mean? It's just not going to do it because that stuff's you got to do it up all the way up and all the way down. It could be a number of things, but more times than not, when it comes to a shipper, it's because they are slow pay. And normally, if they're slow pay, they're going to be out of business before too long anyway. And most of the uh, brokers out there, they they don't want to be caught with a shipper owing them a whole bunch of money. Then that getting taken into uh, bankruptcy and then not getting paid at all. So how do you stay off a broker's do not load list? Keep your attitude right, you know. And and, and uh, something else going to throw out here: if you are a freight brokerage and you contract broker agents to work for your brokerage, whenever you come across an agent that's wanting to come to work for your company, if they have a habit of changing broker brokerages every four five six months that's a telltale sign you need to look at their customer base and more times than not that brokers changing brokerages every few months simply because when they get contracted onto a broker they got their customer base but they got a customer base that is either slow or no pay and eventually the broker they're with says okay we're going to have to put them on a do not load list. Sorry, because they're just slow pay, slow pay. And when it gets to the point that the broker, the broker agent has pretty much all his customers in that do not load list, he's going to quit and move to somebody else and start that all over again when he should be going out finding new customers that do pay. But that's just one little sideline topic there. Do not load list. It's been around the industry forever. We don't really talk about it a lot. You hear about it sometimes. Uh, a tracking company gets put on do not load list. You know, I, I've seen stuff in forums where, eh, you know, so what? We didn't want to work with them anyway. There's a thousand and one brokers out there. Yeah, but if you got put on one, uh, you, probably there's a reason why you got put on that one, and you know why. And... More times than not, the words are going to get around. So keep that in mind. You, you don't want to be burning bridges. You really don't. Okay, and that's what a do not load list is. It's a burnt bridge. Now, my name is Mike. I'm the uh, lead consultant at Taltoa as well as the host for the FBTV podcast. Now, if you're not familiar with Taltoa, check us out, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. We are a consulting firm. We have consulting packages for freight brokers, transportation companies. Our specialty is freight brokers and helping trucking companies. Uh, we'll train them to be able to get their own freight as well as create an additional stream of revenue through a freight brokerage. If you've been thinking about becoming a freight broker and you want to learn more about it, check out our website. Matter of fact, on our homepage, taltoa.com, T-A-L-T-O-A.com, if you scroll down to about the middle of the page, it says where to begin. And I wish I had it up and I'd show you, but I don't. But it's going to say uh, where to begin. And there's going to be a learn more button there. And it will take you to the uh, FPTV website, freightbrokertv.com. 
to the video that is from a webinar we did, I don't know, 18 months ago, two years ago, and information still valid. And it's going to give you the good, the bad, the ugly about freight brokering, being a freight broker agent, uh, freight broker company, whatever you may be uh, thinking about doing uh, with your operation. But if, if you're curious about the business, that's where to start. As far as our packages go, we have packages across the board. Somebody just starting out uh, that wants to uh, begin as a freight broker agent all the way through packages designed for a freight brokerage company. Turnkey with website training, supplemental training, standard 12-month consulting. If you want to start out as uh, in our mentorship program, mentorship program is available for, for all of our uh, training and consulting packages that include the mentorship obviously we do have a self-study but that is what it is that's a whole whole different animal but uh yeah if you want to start out as a broker agent you can we always recommend that uh, you can enter our mentorship program that's where you will begin your broker operation after your you completed uh, your essential training so you can begin your broker operation through us under a licensed broker which is our sister company Tatoa logistics so that way you're able to start building that customer base, gaining experience. And, yeah, it's paid, too. You know, your focus story of the mentorship program, though, should be building a customer base. So that when you exit the mentorship program, you get that customer base built. If you make money while you're in the mentorship program, yeah, you can. And the mentorship program pays the standard 60% commission on net on the profit of the loan, like any other freight broker agent. So... Anyway, keep that in mind. All right, what else? Oh, we got the uh, coffee mug, the FBTV uh, coffee mug, FBTV podcast coffee mug. They're available from the website, FreightBrokerTV.com. You can check that out. And am I forgetting something? I probably am, but I'm not sure what it might be. All right. Uh, it's your birthday today. Happy birthday to you. You're a pretty good company, Frank Capra. It's a wonderful life. He was born in this day back in 1897. He was a movie director. Isn't uh, not Francis Ford Coppola? That, that was uh, Nicholas Cage's relative, wasn't it? Frank Capra wasn't. Drew Mary, nah, I'm all messed up. Never, just ignore me. Pernell Roberts, born on this day back in 1928. He was Adam on Bonanza. He was Trapper John M.D. Dwayne Hickman, born on this day back in 1934. He was W. Gillis. Reggie Jackson, he's 76 today. George Strait, 70. Can you believe that? I like that movie he did. Uh, Oh, man, I, I'm blank now. Uh, oh, oh, well, it is what it is. It was a movie he did a long time ago where he actually played a country star. What was the name of that movie? Oh, well. Tina Fey, she's 52 today. Happy birthday. Today in history, the Canadian city of Montreal is founded. This day back in 1860, the Republican Convention in Chicago nominated Abe Lincoln for president. 1980, oh, 1980, today, 1980, the Mount St. Helens volcano erupted in Washington State. 
And if you were around back then, you know where you were. Uh, I was in Okmulgee, Oklahoma, just outside of Tulsa, working for a radio station up there. And no kidding, within a couple of days, the whole town was covered in volcanic ash. Uh, it was wild. I, I remember that. That was, it was something. Randy Johnson on this bank, uh, date back in 2005 at age 40. He became the oldest pitcher in the major league to, uh, history to throw a perfect game. So, now you know. All right, what else? Something else in here about... Uh, thought maybe we had something else, did we? No, we talked about that. If you keep up with TV and stuff, ABC renews Big Sky. Million Little Things, The Connors, Home Economics, Wonder Years, along with... Uh, America's Funniest Home Videos, American Idol, Bachelor, Celeb, Will, Shark, Tank. McDonald's, they're stepping up to the plate saying they will quit Russia. They're going to sell its business there to a local buyer. Any more than three decades in the country over its uh, invasion of Ukraine. Drew Brees, he's in the news. He was a... Uh, NFL football analyst, TV analyst for NBC football coverage this year. He said he's done. Not going to do it anymore. Matter of fact, insinuated that uh, he might come out of retirement. Hmm? I like Drew, but uh, I don't know. I get it. If you love to play and you feel like you still can, I, I get it. I, I played basketball when I was a kid growing up. And today, I still feel like I can play basketball on the same level I did back when I was a kid, but only up here. <laughs> I get out there and I dribble. I try to shoot, forget it. You know, it's, 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 that's something I did a long time ago. And, uh, but anyway, Top Gun Maverick. Man, we've been waiting for that. And uh, I'm not going to the theater to see. I'm waiting for it to show up on one of the uh, on-demand services after the uh, price goes down. Did you see that uh, Apple TV? They had Dog, that movie Dog. For the longest time, you could only buy it for 20 bucks, Or, no, rent it for 20 bucks. You could only rent that movie for 20 bucks. And it took a couple of months, and it finally became available for rent here a week ago or something like that for uh, 6 bucks. So the granddaughter was over yesterday, uh, the other day, this past weekend, and um, we decided, why not? We'll rent it. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't spend 20 bucks. I like the movie, but uh, 20 bucks, it just, I, I was expecting to see something better. It was good, but not, you know, when you, you say, hey, it's going to be 20 bucks to rent, hey, you, you've got expectations. And the, uh, the uh, trailer for Dog. It, it it seemed like up there with that price, you know. Hey, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a really good movie, uh, and on a different level type movie, and, and it was good, but not twenty dollars to rent. Good. I was kind of disappointed. I spent six dollars to rent it, but anyway, uh, Top Gun. Uh, I'm ready for that. It's it's got a perfect score, nearly a perfect score on Rotten Tomatoes. 
been waiting on that for a couple of years. COVID kept it out of theaters, and I think it was supposed to be released a couple of other times after that from a couple of years ago. It's already an old movie, and it's just now making its debut. <laughs> but anyway. All right, we'll finish up today. That guy in Florida, you heard about him, kept calling 911 over and over again, saying that President Biden needs to go to jail. Well, he's in jail. <laughs> Apparently, you can't call 911 and and uh, <laughs> report that Biden needs to go to jail. <laughs> anyway, it is what it is, right? Yeah, the world we live in today. All right, today's impossible question. The average couple spends three and a half years together doing this before marriage. What is it? I know where your mind went, and you were wrong. The answer is living together. Nah, I didn't fit. I don't fit that. I did not. Uh, wasn't in there for three and a half years. But anyway, it is what it is. All right, very good. That's going to wrap up uh, this FBTV podcast. Remember, Saturday coming up. Saturday we'll be live again or live streaming <clears throat> on YouTube. So if you've got any questions, feel free to get them to me. Email them to me at fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. You can go to our website. Our website, and there are forms all over the website. You can fill out, submit uh, your questions, or you can Skype. Just do a search on your Skype app for FBTV. All right, go have a great Wednesday. Unless, of course, you've made other plans. We will talk soon. (laughs) 